And we're back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Truly appreciate it. Don't forget to catch out great shows, The Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. The Lakers Fast Break also as well. <laughs> They're starting already here in place of Chris Sardieri. It is, of course, Joe Soro from lakersball.com and symbolade symbolates with a y.com and the magic man sean grice from the lakers fast break they're joining us today they're munching they're chewing they're getting prepared for a lakers fast break that's coming up here in a few minutes uh cool bro big shout out to you but it is week 11 in the nfl it is inside sports fantasy football and i wanted to just touch on a couple subjects for this week and one of them guys is a true redemption story there's actually going to be two redemption stories but i mentioned this earlier in the week magic man because i really thought that you could say despite all the whatever you have opinions on deshaun watson off the field and is rightly deserved exactly it's rightly deserved if you think negatively on the field he had been a train wreck until very recently when it looked like he was starting to regain his form as a top quarterback in the nfl until Everything came to a screeching halt. I didn't even know when he finished the game on Sunday that he had a shoulder issue that was in such dire need of attention that it now needs surgery and he's out for the entire season. So that's something, unfortunately, I can't advise people to go ahead and get right there for you if you want to make a change in your fantasy football team. But a player that might still be out on the waiver wire, Magic Man and Joe, is Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott he is no longer the afterthought he once was. A lot of people thought his career was over. A lot of people thought his career was in steep de- decline. But over the past three weeks, Joe, Dak Prescott, like you said, you said it leading into the show here. He is someone that you and me, I as well, had gotten rid of as well off my fantasy football team. But I'm glad I've got it back on because he produced for me at the right time. <clears throat> Beyond fantasy football, the thing with Dak Prescott, boy, I mean, I don't know where the gall comes from the football community. This guy has so much pressure on him every second of the day for a team that's being run by the modern-day Al Davis. Now, that might be a little harsh for Al because Al actually – constructed three championship teams you can say jerry constructed three championship teams as well he was the owner of three or four championships. Uh, he gets at most he gets 50 percent credit and i was going to get to that okay. i Sorry, i would Joe. like Sorry. yeah i would I, I would being a football guy and understanding uh, that time i think it's easy to say that jimmy johnson was really the engine there right whereas al davis has always been the engine on his franchise. However, Al Davis did hit a lull that never dissipated the last 20 years of his life. Uh, maybe even more than that, probably more like 30 years, uh, due to his stubbornness. But even with that, Al still had a team that went to the Super Bowl through all that in 2002. And if he wasn't overly stubborn, not getting rid of John Gruden, he probably wins a championship that year. But I digress. The situation with Dallas right now is I, I don't know why Dak Prescott has a bad game and all of a sudden it's always, hey, 
get get this guy out of here. He has a good couple weeks, and all of a sudden it's like just a little bit below. They're just waiting for him to screw up. And seems like that, doesn't it? It is. It's not. It, it there's a lot of there's not a lot of times I'll say some things are not fair. It's just the the nature of the beast. But it's almost to the you're you're inconsiderate. You're inconsiderate if you continue to bash this guy for not really playing bad. He's not playing bad. Kenny Pickett's playing bad. Who is else? Who else is playing bad right now at, at quarterback? Uh, Bryce Young is playing bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bryce Young is playing bad, but he's a rookie. Uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Well, J- uh, Zach Wilson, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo, Josh Allen, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. He's playing bad, and I, I don't, I don't understand this constant, just bashing of Doc Dak Prescott, and it's gotten so bad that fantasy world people like myself bought into the fact that he was going to have a bad year. I listened to that noise and I probably shouldn't have, but quarterback in the fantasy football league area is not as dire as it would be a receiver or even a running back. So it's not that big of a deal right now. Tonight was a terrible night for me. I lost Mark Andrews. I don't know if he's going to be out and that's with goat. I, I had one of my leagues. I had uh Goddard, 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 Mark Andrews for this specific reason, right? Case one goes out. I got a really good one to follow, and they both get hurt and back to back mother effing week. And it's likely they're not going to come back for two, three day, two, three weeks at this point. What happened with Mark Andrews? And now I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Finding a tight end is already like finding a needle in a haystack. And you know, well, it's since like a Friar, back. wait a minute, since Friermuth went on the IR, isn't he available on some waiver wires? Yeah, but the problem is. There's something going on in in, in this Pit, Pittsburgh's in this Pittsburgh offense that just does not click. It doesn't click. There isn't any consistent open patterns. It's almost similar to how the Lakers play their offense. There's no gaps. There's no. There's never an easy completion, and they have talent. Deontay Johnson is a master separator. That's what's made him what he is. If he was a better catch, uh, ball, uh, if he was able to catch the ball better, I think he'd be Pro Bowl worthy. And he still might be. And, of course, scoring touchdowns. He's only scored one touchdown in the last year and three quarters of a season. Uh, you have Pickens, who George is just – dying out there he, he you know that guy is always open because he can catch anything and then Fryermuth gets hurt but even before he got hurt he wasn't getting the ball so finishing off the Dak Prescott situation uh Dak needs needs to needs the public needs to give Dak a, a break here guys you guys gotta let this guy kind of play if you're if you're gonna base this off of playoffs and things like that I guess I there's some room there but come on, let the guy go do his thing and, and, and stop bashing him every time he has an incompletion. That's kind of how I look at it. And as far as fantasy, I know fantasy and performance and football are kind of two different things. But he's been playing. He's been playing great. He's been playing great. They 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 were a couple of plays away from 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 winning some crucial games. The Philly game. I, I thought that game was over, and then you know we saw what happened with the play call there. And you always wonder kind of what what goes into the process of 
someone like McCarthy is supposed to be this offensive genius, but can't drop a simple play at the goal line. But you know, that's 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 a different story for a different day, I guess. Well, let me ask you this, Magic Man. When it comes to utilizing going forward, I've actually made the move while Joe was talking because it gave me the options. I'm actually at you know, you you think you would go ahead still when you have Josh Allen and Dak Prescott on the same, you know, on the same fantasy football team, and you've got Josh Allen going into the Meadowlands to go ahead and play the New York Jets. Well, it looks like it's going to be easy win, but they just got rid of their offensive coordinator. And I don't know if they're going to play motivated or, or what, what's going on. But Dak Prescott is also having an easy time game of it, hopefully against the Carolina Panthers. So I'm leaning Dak Prescott. And that's a long ways away from what we saw earlier for at least as Joe was saying, this has gone on for at least two seasons where the demise of Dak Prescott has been greatly exaggerated. It has been, it has been, he's been, you know, he hasn't been, terrible and you know Gerald for a while there he was often uh compared to you know tier two quarterbacks like Derek Carr like I I would say Dak Prescott is a, a much better efficient quarterback than Derek Carr you know that was almost an insult to Dak Prescott no I, I'm like I'm 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 serious though I mean I mean for for a guy who played in the SEC Gerald at least now in the NFL, Prescott isn't afraid to let it rip and let it loose. In the SEC, you, uh, unless you're unless you're a Jamarcus uh, Jabarcus Russell or a a Tua Tagovailoa, you can't really let it loose like that. Quarterbacks are built like that in the SEC, but you know, and Prescott coming from. Um, I believe he went to Mississippi and, and shout out to the University of Mississippi. It was very sad to see Mike Leach pass away and that program really was devastated by that loss. And so were the rest of us. Like I love Mike Leach as a, as a person, Gerald. He was a great interview and uh, he, he let it rip. Like he would be really, really proud of a guy like Dak Prescott for kind of just letting it loose and not, not, letting any of the noise bother him, which is kind of what Mike's philosophy was as a head coach. We'll be right back with more fantasy football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Give me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. I'll tell you what, though, looking forward to a great Sunday in the NFL. It's already kicked off as we recorded this as the uh, Ravens and the Bengals had a slobber knocker earlier today. I uh, you know that in some cases, like Gus Edwards, uh, you're very happy. And it's others like Jamar Chase, you're maybe not, or Joe Burrow, not as quite as happy because it didn't quite work out well for them. But 
Guys, before we head on out, what matchups are you looking forward to this weekend? Obviously, the big one for prime time is the Eagles and the Chiefs in rematch of the Super Bowl. Your thoughts, though, on some of the big matchups you're looking forward to for either just betting, entertainment, or fantasy purposes before we head on out. Gerald, what's the uh, OU on the Steelers Browns game right now? I'm gonna look it up right now. So it's gotta be it's gotta be 41 or less. On the Steelers Browns game, you got it is uh 32 and a half. I'm not kidding. Oh I'm betting the over on that one. I have a feeling I'm betting the over on that one, though. There's no way. I'll I'll say I'll say it's a 20 to 16 game. 2014 or 2016. Yeah. I would bet the over. But that, ooh, that's really close. That's like, and how about the, um, uh, what's the uh, Rams-Seahawks over under, Gerald? Coming up right now, Rams and Seahawks. Right now, they're listed as a 46 and a half, guys, just mm. to let you know. I'd go under. you go, under? go under? Yeah. What do you think, Joe? <laughs> under. I'm going to go under on that one. Divisional, okay. Divisional game. The, those two, it usually comes down to the last possession in the fourth quarter. Uh, also, Lyft is asking, would you be in favor of Antonio Pierce staying on? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay. He starts too much like Darvin Ham. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The Lakers fast break, that's for sure. But we'll see. My Rams are going to dominate the sea chickens, says the cool bro. We'll see. Uh, again, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Seahawks have been uh, flying under the radar, so to speak, and the Rams come in there, a resurgent team after a very disappointing team last season. So let's see what's going on there. But obviously the big game out of all this, guys, the one ready for prime time is the Chiefs and Eagles. Joe, it's uh, two and a half as far as the Chiefs being favored. Over the Eagles, 45 and a half is the uh, over-under. Your thoughts on this game before we head on out? I'm going to say go with the over, and I think the Eagles upset the Chiefs. Okay. All right. Magic Man? I agree. I I think uh, it's over. I think uh, Eagles win on uh, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown connection, Gerald. Eagles win 34-27. Okay. It might even be like 37 to 20. I think Casey's struggling struggling right now. I think they're starting to feel the effects of not having a deep threat. Yeah, I uh, agree. From their their, uh, ends. And the NFL is an amazing adjuster. You know, once they find out that you don't have the talent to get Joe, spots like you used to. It's... One of my one of my favorite quotes of all time, and it was my my dad's too, who loved the NFL. It was uh, when Jerry Glanville was coaching the Atlanta Falcons, and they were playing the New Orleans Saints. And Jerry Glanville looked over to the ref on the sidelines and said, "Do you know what the NFL stands for? Not for long. You keep making calls like that. I'm going to be selling groceries." <laughs> My dad, my dad, God rest his soul, is one of his favorite coach was Jerry Glanville, which is hilarious because Chuck Noll hated Jerry Glanville. Really? It's, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did not like Jerry Glanville, and it's one of those. Jerry's paradox. a nice man. It, it's a Jerry's paradox. a nice man. It's a paradox in, 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 in it, it, it's, it's spilled over to the next generation. 
I'm the kind of guy that people are very surprised when I say this. I actually love Whoopi Goldberg and Rosie O'Donnell. And people are shocked usually when they hear that I like them. And they don't realize that the reason why I love those two is because of what they did on, you know. You're an 80s and 90s child. And that's... I I watched Burglar and Jumping Jack Flash, and I watched the... Oh, my God. Rosie O'Donnell's impression of Donald Trump on The View? Her... her, Outstanding. Her stand-up about Woody Allen was one of the best. I mean, it was... Because most female comedians right now, they only talk about really one thing. And there's not a lot of depth there. And that's probably because that's the only way they can stay in business. But Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg were truly funny to the to every level. And the the line in uh, a league of their own. Whenever somebody says something about a wish, I always say the same thing in response. You do wish, you know, like it's just got that that like the delivery and the, the effect of it. It's it's just so. With that, we're with what we're talking about here. We're you kind of caught into that kind of like, I don't know, kind of sucks both ways. I will tell you before we leave, uh, there was a great question that was dropped in by Endorphin on who's more of an embarrassment, Goodell or Silver. I want to leave that for the Lakers fast break. So we will go ahead and touch on that because I believe that's also an NBA related question as well. So we will go ahead where we have plenty of time to go ahead and discuss that because I'm I am actually very eager among many things I'd like to talk to Joe about today. That is absolutely one of them as There's well. There's going to be a lot of non relate. Well, it's relatable, but it's not the sport. There's going to be a lot of discussions about outside stuff. And I think it's going to be plus a- some corrections yeah. that need to be made in regards to last night's Lakers fast break as well. Yes. But it is Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching listening along with Joe Sorrell and Magic Man. Uh, give a big shout-out to Chris Sardieri from the Domination Sports Nation. Hope he feels better. Uh, he's on the road to recovery and looking forward to joining us again next week. Cool Bro says Mike is going to read Forever War because I recommended it to him. So there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely indeed. But Cool Bro and Lifted and everybody else that's joining us now will be on in just a few minutes on the Lakers Fast Break. But for now... Go ahead and enjoy your NFL Week 11. If you have any questions for us, isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com or insidesportsff on Twitter. You can always ask us questions on lineup changes, waiver wire moves, trades, and more. So go ahead and check us out today, and we will help you get to the finish line for your fantasy football team right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football.